Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Showgirl Tip of the Day podcast, where we talk about show business, old friends, and new adventures. It's 2023. Happy New Year. Welcome. Last week on the podcast, I had guest Rhonda Malkin. If you didn't get to listen to that episode, please do. And I'm going to link again in the show notes. She's got this new precision dance tutorial. She calls this one 101 because she plans on making more. So if you're a studio owner, a dance teacher, and you want to work on this part of training a la Rockette style, go ahead and grab her tutorial. Very reasonably priced. And when you buy it, you get the link for a year. So I think that's fabulous. And I think it's really well done. I love it. I bought it myself and I plan on using it in my own teaching. So this episode, we're going to talk about where do you look for auditions. Now, I'm going to go from the basic beginner actor, someone who's brand new, right all the way up to celebrities, okay? So let's say you are a person any age and you want to get into show business. You might have another job, or you might be a student. That's fine. Here's my advice. Start in the town in which you live. Start where you are. There's lots of community theater groups, and if there isn't, perhaps you can start one. When I was in New York at the beginning, what I used to do is have my friends over once a week, and we would read plays just to practice reading out loud, just to practice being around people and saying words. Because as a dancer, what was challenging for me is talking. It was crazy, especially when a casting director would start to talk to me at an audition, I would freeze up in the beginning because I had come from that dance training of you don't talk in class, you know? Anyway, start where you are. A lot of churches actually have groups which put on religious plays and and holiday pageants and whatnot. Start there. I would start in a place that you don't have to move your life to do. So a lot of people move to LA. A lot of people move to New York, Chicago, Atlanta. But if you're in a small town, if you're not in what they call a market city, get some things on your resume. So make 2023 about building your resume. What is a resume, you might ask? Your resume is one piece of paper, one 8 by 11 sheet or 8 by 10 that lists the productions that you have been in. You can put down your role. You can put down the director. You can put down the name of the theater. If you've done any film or TV, you put that stuff there too. Speaking of film and TV, a lot of these small businesses make their own commercials, local commercials. Why don't you go around and see if anybody needs your services as an actor? Sometimes they post an audition in the paper that they're doing um, a commercial. Start looking in your local newspaper. Watch the local news. Keep your eyes open on everything. If you are someone who moved back to your hometown during the COVID-19 pandemic, see if you can direct a play, musical, at the high school, at the local college, 
maybe cast yourself in a role, just get some of those credits. Now, let's say you've already done that, you are ready to make a move or you're in a theater program at school and you are ready to start looking for work, backstage.com, playbill.com, and also research regional theaters themselves. Most theaters will have a website and there's usually a tab for auditions. Now, do you have a headshot? A headshot is an 8 by 10 picture of your face. In the 90s, there was a style to do what they called three-quarter shots, where we included basically ourselves from the waist up. But I think the, I think the trend now is just your face, so maybe from the collarbones up. And now you have to make sure your headshot looks good in what they call a thumbnail. So everything is digitized. In fact, the last two headshot sessions, I never even printed my headshots, which is crazy because if you know back in the day, we used to have to print a thousand copies of our headshots and sometimes we'd have to get more because you would physically hand your headshot to someone. Now, you can still do that if you are going to a live in-person audition, but you don't quite need the amount of headshots that you used to. So I would say you could even print them at your local CVS or there's a few companies that will fill um, that will print lower amounts like they'll give you 25 or they'll give you 50. But there used to be a minimum of at least 100. Yeah. So the headshot industry is fantastic. There are many great photographers out there. I want to publicly recommend Mike Pietri, Pietri Photos. He's a friend of mine and he does great work. So I'm going to just tag him on this podcast. And I'm also going to link. That's who's going to do my next round of headshots. I'm using some that I did with Christy Schwartzman. I don't know if she's currently up and running her business, um, Rebel Darling Studios, because she had taken some time off during the pandemic. I know she was traveling and she recently got married. So I'll check in with her. I'll see if she's also working, but she's quite excellent. So you get your photo taken. You can take your own, but I don't really recommend it because Professional headshot photographers really know how to take a photo and they know how to capture things that we necessarily don't. Plus, their equipment is always much better than ours. So once you have a headshot, you might want to get a couple with different looks so you could play different characters, just suggesting different ones. Like, for example, mine. Now we're in the mom category, so there's always like a a mom And then also I can play a professional, like a judge or a lawyer, somebody in those industries. I am a little bit more um, upscale and glam in my type. That's just, you know, showgirl, how I've always been. But I'm going to include this time a headshot that's a little bit more down at heel and rough because when there's some guest stars on a TV show, sometimes those characters are in peril. Like if you think of a law and order or a crime show or a hospital show, I want to portray something that is not completely like airbrushy and glam and made up. So that's going to be included this time on those kind of headshots. You have your headshot. There's something called Actors Access and Casting Networks and 
Casting Frontier. Those are all sites. My agent particularly uses Actors Access. You want to have a profile. There's a free profile you can have and you get two headshots that you get to put up there for free along with your resume. If you want to add any other media like an acting reel or a singing reel, you can, but it just costs money to do that. And But once you pay for it, you put it up there and there you go. So a lot of casting directors will look at your profile. Now let's talk about social media. Social media Instagram, Facebook, those are free sites that you can put your headshots on as well. Instagram is a good way for you to market yourself, especially with the reels, but that is not anything you own. You, um, as Jenna Kutcher says, you're on borrowed land when it's those social media profiles and platforms. So I highly recommend every actor getting their own website. I have mine. It's www.michellebrechter.com. And on my website, I have plenty of photos. I have media such as videos. I have information about how to reach me. I have my agent's information, my rep. So it's a good place for people to just see what you're about and I actually need to update mine. You have to make sure it's updated constantly. So like every month or every two months, make sure that all your pictures are the most up-to-date pictures. You can put a little bit about what you're working on now, your current projects. What you just want to do is just start building your network of people that know you and that you know. So in the beginning, nobody knows you as an actor, right? And when you think of someone, Colin Farrell, when you think of Meryl Streep, how do people know them? Well, because they started to appear in things that other people would watch. They delivered great performances. People would start to talk about their performances. And we're not even getting to awards or anything like that. But what you have to do, like if you think of my friend Anya in Berlin, Anya is constantly auditioning and doing film projects. She just returned from Budapest at Budapest and she is, she just did a movie, I believe. Now, a word from our sponsor of the podcast, Club Showgirl. Club Showgirl is a monthly membership program that helps you, the actor, define your goals and helps guide you to reaching them. We have weekly Zoom meetings, online dance classes, individualized coaching, whatever you need for career success. So to find out more and to join Club Showgirl, please go to www.michellebruckner.com, join the mailing list, inquire about Club Showgirl. It has already started for 2023, but the doors are still open so you can be part of the experience. To finish up this episode about looking for work, Looking for work is the actor's job. And then when you actually get to film something or perform on a stage, that is the icing on the cake. So maintaining really good records of all of your auditions, keeping track of when you were seen for what project, who was the director, who was the casting director, who was the choreographer, and then finding professional ways to keep in touch with those people 
So they know when you're available. They know if you've been working and you are going off on a tour and booked something. It's always good to let people know what you're doing, but not in an overkill way. You don't want to inundate people who are already really busy during business hours trying to get their work done. You don't want to be a pest ever. One thing that you will hear about projects in dance classes, going to auditions, you'll hear about other auditions. Get into an acting class, take some voice lessons. By doing all of these things, you will just start to become in the community and in the mix. I think you can now be a performer in any city. You don't have to move to New York. You don't have to move to LA. If that's what you want, that's fantastic. But I think wherever you live, you can carve out a career of some kind. Will you get the big bucks if you're in a very small market? Maybe, maybe not. It all depends on your relationships. So meet people, work with people, keep in touch. You will hear things. I just got a job yesterday because... Someone who knows someone that I worked with, we've been in touch for years and they called me and they said, you know, I've been thinking about working with you for years. How about this project? Are you available? Do you want to work with me? And of course I said yes. So it's a very exciting time. This year, 2023, I know it's going to be awesome. You know why? Because we're going to make it awesome. We're going to make it incredible The journey is the part that's the best. There is no getting there. There is no making it. It's the day-to-day practice. Today I was doing dishes and I did my vocal warm-up because I have a gig tomorrow. And it felt so good to sing and to warm up and to practice my songs. I just, I love show business. Listen, if you love this podcast, I have a Patreon where you'll get insider content, exclusive content, and I also encourage you to rate it on Apple Podcasts. Please leave a five-star review. The more reviews I get for this podcast, the better it is to continue to make this great content. Thanks so much. The Showgirl Tip of the Day podcast has original music composed by Joshua Holloway. Find him on YouTube, Joshua Holloway Music. This podcast is written by Michelle Bruckner and edited by Michelle Bruckner and Joshua Holloway. Find me on Instagram, Showgirl Tip of Day. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week with a new episode. Show, show.